So last time, the Red Man broke into the deserted offices of teleportation travel to retrieve information about their mode of transport. He found a how-to manual on, and some sigil codes, with which comes hope of a drastically shortened travel time to Everland. Hedwig corroborated the party's funds to be able to buy some expensive spell components before meeting up with her sister Ludovica, who has quit her job as a royal guard so that she is free to join the party on their trip to the Silver Marches. Hedwig sensed some uneasiness in her sister, who expressed concern with recent political developments and wanted to check in on Princess Frina, who had been given into the care of the priest Gren by her aunt, the regent Milia. They saw Gren in his monastery just outside Neverwinter, where a high new Frina was held against her will. The priest of the newly founded Order of the Twilight refused them entry, and when Ahoy killed a guard, who was making his way to a nearby barracks, hostilities ensued, during which most of the party had a close call with death, but in the end, the guards, Gren, and the paladin of the Order lie dead on the ground. And that's where we find ourselves. Outside of the monastery, with a few intact and a few charred corpses, a wounded bunch of adventurers, and a lot of questions. Oh, and Ludovica, who I failed to mention during the second part of the episode when the fight was going on, is totally there too, having killed her fair share of guards. All right, let's go inside. Do, 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 do. I walk over the charred corpses and enter the building. Okay. Uh, do you guys follow? <laughs> yeah, we don't want to leave him alone in there. Okay. So, yeah, so Hedwig... Says, well, I guess we should. As I step over the priest's body, by the way, uh, just have a quick rumble through his pockets, just in case he has a key to her cell or something. All right. Oh, good point. You, you find 50 gold pieces in coin. Which I will put in the poor box when I get inside. Mm hmm. <laughs> you, you find a. You definitely. You also find a key. And let's just say you also g g take a look at the other people. Because between the, the paladin and the other guards, you also find another 50 gold, gold pieces. All for the poor box. <laughs> and yeah, with that... And you, yeah, there, there is also a key, as I mentioned, and, um, and, a, and, a, and a gem that you don't know how much is worth. Maybe you can f show it to Hedwig or something. But uh, Are you, um, you going to? I'll show it to Hedrick. Hey, Hedrick, catch! I tossed you. Okay. I have no interest in such things. Okay, and so I look. I look at this, this stone, and what do I know? You know that this this uh, this diamond is worth three hundred gold pieces, because uh, Gren you revivify. So I thought it would make sense that he had okay. one, the spell components on him for that. Yeah, that makes sense. Sweet. Uh, yeah, so now you have that. <laughs> then I walk in. All right. You go through the front door and you go through, you go to the... Ooh, the pillow room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the pillow room. <laughs> now this is, so you, you go into the, you go into the, uh, through the door and what you see is basically where the Order of the Twilight seems to have held their services you see there are two somewhat frightened priests there they don't they they are not as um 
the garbs aren't as luscious as Gren's was, so maybe they are. They also seem quite a bit younger, so maybe they are, uh, you know, priests in training. Um, I'll give him a big hearty hi. And one of them goes, "What? What? What are you doing here? What? What was all the noises out, uh, outside? Where? Where's? Where's Father Gren?" Uh, do you believe in God? Uh, which God? Uh, your God. Uh, yes. I mean, we don't technically don't have a God. That's well, kind of our deal. Okay. But, well, uh, well, do you believe in an afterlife? <laughs> Why do you ask? Uh, no, 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 no reason. Just, just, you know. I'm actually not sure. We didn't get to the afterlife yet. I don't know if there is an afterlife in our belief system. Anyway, hey, so we're here to see the princess. Uh, lead the way. The the what? The princess. I don't. I mean, all of the people who le- who attended the services left. No, no, no. The captured princess, the one who's imprisoned here. We don't have anybody imprisoned here. Who do you think we are? Who do you think you are? We're the good guys, obviously. I yell at the. Hey, we're the right. We're the right church, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Gren wouldn't have attacked us if the princess weren't here or if he didn't know where the princess was. What? Gren Gren attacked you? He did. That that doesn't sound like him. Then perhaps he was being mind controlled or something, but he did attack us. There was also a very large paladin. Yeah, 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 mineral mineral. She's she's a little intimidating. I maybe I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Perhaps there were things going on here that you weren't aware of. Hey, where are you not allowed to go? I mean, we there there is a. I mean, we without without Grant's permission, we're obviously not allowed to go into his office. And there's like a there's a room in the cellar that that we only Gran can go to. I think that sounds promising. Um, okay, so can, can we just go or? If you, yeah, absolutely. If you have no quarrel with us, um, can it, Hedwig make an inside check? Sure. She's pretty on high alert. Um, uh, 12 plus nine. And you're, you're just checking whether he's I want to know, I guess I'm just trying to say like, is this person genuine in his, um, sort of confusion and fear or is this person putting on an act oh yeah this this uh this guy is very scared okay doesn't know what's going on very confused and yeah it doesn't bode well for this person's uh worldview yeah maybe (laughs) that's uh okay that she was just making sure they weren't being tricksy uh she says that yeah you're absolutely free to go if you have no quarrel with us um but a word of advice from someone of a different cleric. It's probably a good idea to know what you think about certain things. I mean, you've you've undergone training, right? We we just we just started here. Yeah, I went underwent training, but I still had an idea of what I believed about the afterlife and such. I didn't wait for someone to tell me. I mean, that wasn't the question. The question was whether our religion has an afterlife. So, I mean, I, I assume it does. But okay. I don't know. 
Okay. Uh, we didn't we didn't get into the specifics yet. I don't I don't know. Sounds uh, like a made up religion to me. What? It's all nonsense. Stupid. Where does he get divine power from? It's no divine power source. That's silly. Uh, Sounds like a con man, and I know con men. Uh, the other guy, uh, the, you can see the other guy is sort of. <laughs> you can see it in his face. He is about to uh, start a theological debate with you, but then thinks differently and just leaves with the <laughs> with the first one. And they just they just kind of hurry outside and just like kind of they go on the other side. I don't know where, where you guys are in the room. Could you maybe pull put your uh, tokens where you think you'd be? Um, but yeah, the 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 two guys just make their way out of the. Uh, the room basically as far away as you from you as possible they are definitely scared of you yeah. sounds fair so what can we see in this place where is the direction of the office and basement that we're not allowed to go to uh i mean there is a door to the right and there is a door to the left from what you remember coming towards the monastery the the room you're now in was more to the right so there would probably be more stuff to way more stuff to explore on the left than on the right. Okay, I'll ask Ahoy if he has any any suggestions. Knowing his uh... is Ahoy in here with us, or is he still scouting scouting outside? No. I look around. Hey, Ahoy, where are you? I'm still worried about CD8, so I'm chilling with CD8. He's, uh, he's okay. Uh, so I kind of I go to the him. door and I poke my head out, and I'm like, I can heal CD8 if you bring him out here. Oh, cool. So let's go <laughs> out there to get him healed. So let's do that. And then yeah. we can have PD8 hide in it. Okay. Process. All right. Yeah. Since he's looking a bit rough, I'll use uh, Cure Wounds on him. Okay. So that's plus nine HP. Yay. Thank you very much. That was very helpful. I will tell CD to go hide, go into the woods, and uh, scout. In case something else happens, but don't uh, come out unless uh, something's urgent. So he's going to be hiding in the, the little forest next to the entrance. Tell him to keep an eye on those priests who ran off in case they run off to the barracks to bring a load of guards. That's a very good idea. So let's do that, CD8. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the very I'm sure the very nervous uh, Priests in training won't be nervous if they ever happen to notice there is a giant spider following them. Mm-hmm. He could do it stealthily. He's yeah, I would say probably they wouldn't notice. I just think it would be hilarious for the guy to be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> not this again. Not this. We've had a bad day so far. Why do, why do we have to find a giant spider? He just surprised them and webbed them up, stopped them from going. You deal with them later. Can he like create a, like a webbing around the entrance to the building, around the yeah, door thing? For sure. So then if someone comes in, he has a web sense, right? So if someone contacts his web, he can sense it. And you'd probably uh, hear someone go, eh. Or that's it. <laughs> yeah, it depends. Walk through it. I'm going to say, though, like it it will only work if if like he is in a, in the vicinity. What if he just has his web going the whole time? <laughs> He's just walking around. He doesn't have like te- a telepathic link to his web. So if he, it's not like if he's a mile away, he will still know if there's somebody caught in his. I'm saying no. He has his web 
continuously going as he's walking around the building. Ah, so he's, okay. he's like spitting web as he's walking. Cool. That's nice. Yeah, that, that definitely works. Cool. That sounds good to me. So let's do that instead. CD8. All right. <laughs> okay, cool. So CD8 uh, exits to sta exits stage right and uh, goes after the... Uh, after the the two novices who who oh no sorry i miss i uh i meant that he comes in with us mm -hmm. and webs the door shut basically and then as ah, he's okay. walking so he around the building with the us others. okay cool, cool cool instead of spying with the others he um uh, kind of can warn us if anyone comes in through the through the front door while we're sneaking around all right all right cool um then let's see if i can draw something <laughs> i've never drawn anything on here uh draw... i don't know if you guys think that's a better idea or should i send cd8 to go whatever you guys nah, think let's best. keep them with us i'm not too cool. concerned yeah. even if they bring someone it'll take them a while to get organized and get here i think we'll be okay i'm just gonna make this a very beautiful drawing for the web nice. beautiful thank you accurate um all right you go to the left through that door and you find yourself in sort of an atrium there is a a it's kind of a it's there is a walkway all around it and a big tree in the middle and there is a door to the right of you and there is a door on the opposite right with a guard standing in front of you as and as you as you walk through she she sees you and says what what are you doing here and draws her weapons you're not allowed in here yes we are i mean no <laughs> you're you're not with gren where is gren he gave me permission to come in here look i've got his key that's not how that works he never he never just enters with Okay, guys. Okay, guys. What What's going on here? Okay. We're here to see the princess. Yes, we're here to see the princess, and Gren is indisposed. You see her reaching to some sort of small horn that is, uh, like, on on her, like, that she has slung over her shoulder. Ahoy. And she's about to blow it. What are you doing? Ahoy, what? What do I do? Shoot her Shoot. hand. <laughs> oh, can I, can I do that? Yeah. <laughs> is this something that we can do? Roll roll initiative. J not not for a like fight fight right now, just to see who's going first. I'm going to have her roll initiative as well. Okay. I got 20. Damn. 9. 6. Okay. <laughs> okay, um Hedwig, you can go before the guard. Everybody else, unfortunately, okay. would have to go after the guard. Yeah, actually, I can also roll a natural... Oh, Lulu rolled a natural 20, so she also goes first. Um, I would say that probably Lulu goes first, but she doesn't ha really have... Uh, she has an axe, so what can she do? <clears throat> uh, oh, she doesn't have a... Usually, somebody has a light weapon, but that's okay. I wonder if she would have... Yeah, I guess she would have taken it with her. 
So maybe she can just throw throw something like a oh yeah wait, wait, wait yeah she can she can have like a throwing axe that's mm-hmm. fine yeah so she just goes storms uh storms towards the guard and throws the throwing axe and tries to aim I'm going to first roll an ent- attack roll and that oh let's just do an attack roll and see whether she can just knock the horn out of her hands. Oh. She cannot. <laughs> it clangs against the door is what happens. And Lulu just goes, shit. And next up, it's Hedwig. Okay. Um, let's see. One. I need to get into 15 feet. This isn't difficult terrain, is it? No. This one, is just two, grass ra- three, surrounding the... Uh... Four. Okay. I think here is okay. Um, I'm going to try to use lightning lure <coughs> to go around our hand. Okay, and this is just an action. So, 11 plus 7. Mm-hmm. Okay, so lightning lure, I pull it around her arm, and I pull her 10 feet towards me. All right. And, yeah, so I've got her arm, so it's not right. I probably don't have enough actions to, like, take the thing from her, but I've got the lure pulling it away from her mouth. The, mm-hmm. So, got the lure around her arm, pulling the horn away from her mouth. Okay. Oh, okay. and it probably has... The target must succeed in a... Sh- oh, she's got a strength saving throw, but... Okay, cool. No, she rolled a three. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, yeah. And then I pulled her 10 feet, and then... T- it's a weird thing. Take 1d8 lightning damage if it is within five feet of you. I mean... She is. So she she is, but I, I feel like that's a bit weird that it's like, why is she? Why does the lightning damage only like kick in? Like it's <laughs> like it's around her arm, no matter what. But okay, so that's six lightning damage. Wait, okay. no, it's gonna be two d eight because I'm higher level. Um, fourteen. Mm-hmm. 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 I wasn't trying to hurt her that bad, but oh well. That's. That's what happens. That's what happens sometimes. Yeah. Okay. On her turn, she is trying to get the horn from like towards her mouth, and I'm. I would say let's do an opposed strength check. Okay. Ooh. This is like a pure strength roll. Yeah. Sixteen plus four. Okay. She rolled a ten plus three, so she does not get your. She doesn't get her horn, so mm-hmm. instead she's just going to scream, "Help! Help! Intruders!" Okay. And that's her turn. Next up, it is Ahoy. I'm just gonna shoot her with the longbow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Do your two attack rolls. Also, because she's within five feet, it's sneak attack, right? Yes, she is within five feet of an ally, so you yeah. do get sneak attack. Oh wow! <laughs> oh. Eighteen. Does that hit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Do we do we want to kill her? That's a good question. Actually, we should ask ourselves before. I mean, I feel like it's it's hard to tell. Like, who knows what what they've been told? So I would say Hedwig. So, yeah, from Hedwig's perspective, that she doesn't want to kill people unless they're going to, you know, force themselves if they won't stand down. But I, Hedwig would probably want to give them a chance to just tie them up. Mm. 
but oh. that's just yeah yeah there is such a thing Rashad, as doing non-lethal damage so you could just subdue oh. people i don't know how that would work with shooting arrows at somebody but we can make that work so with the arrows we we could if it makes sense that um ahoy would have these you could have um arrows that have um kind of like a dull edge mm. that you like it's cut like rubber bullets like i mean it still hurts but like yeah, yeah basically like a small um like boxing glove <laughs> boxing <laughs> glove type of yeah um arrow so it like hits them but it doesn't pierce them and cause them to bleed out type of all thing all right that works for me i don't know if he would have it though like, <laughs> That's at true. this point would, i think he would have, to... have that yeah. i think if he accidentally kills the guard here he should get admonished by headwing and then he should go get them on the next Part of me does wonder, though, because even though you are on this revenge mission, you're also looking for people. Yeah, true. Information is important. So yeah, so everyone. I wonder if that you would have a few to be able to say, like, okay, if this person's really important, I'm not actually going to kill this one because I do need to talk to someone. I need to get them to answer me. So maybe, yeah. Yeah, sure. All right, Chris, it's <laughs> you're up to you. Yeah, what do you say? Yeah, you can, we can say that you have like one of those or two. Okay. So I have one blunt arrow. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, but for my first one, I'm just going to use a regular arrow because I don't sure. know if it's going to kill him or not. I might accidentally, mm -hmm. but that's something neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that head would be like, ahoy, we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, seven. That's it. That's the first, that's the first attack. Right. Mm-hmm. And then with the second attack, I guess I'll use my blunt arrow. But if I if it hits, and it is fourteen. No, that does not hit. Cool. Then my blunt arrow goes off and gets stuck somewhere else. Mm -hmm. My turn's done. Oh, when does CD eight go? He goes after me, right? Or he, he forgot to roll initiative for CD eight. CD eight just goes after you. Oh, okay. Well then, so CD eight turn. All right. All right. I'm going to have, sorry, I'm going to have CD8 run over and try to attack this lady. Mm hmm. And use his bite. Mm hmm. Which, 17? Yeah, that hits. Cool. So that is 10 piercing damage. Ooh, wow. Wow. And then, right. um, a she needs a constitution saving throw. She needs to roll. No, critical fail. Cool. So then that's 2d6 plus 4. Oh, no. Uh, 4. Um, 9 plus 4. Uh, that's uh, what, 17? Oh. 13. 13. No, 9 plus... It was 2d6. So it was 4, 9, 13 plus th 4, 17. Ah, okay, okay. She does. She looks very much roughed up. Cool. Next up is the Redman. Redman, can you? Maybe, can you do non-lethal damage? Or like know. try to, you know, at this point, if she's way bloody, you, you could probably negotiate with her. Well, the Redman is that he comes up here, he taps CD on the on the head and gives him a little, uh, rubs his head a bit, and then he looks down to the the woman and he says, "Now tell me if you've heard this one." And he proceeds to tell her the mm. most hilarious joke she's ever heard in her life. Mm -hmm. He casts Tasha's Hideous Laughter. 
The creature of your choice that you can see within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter until the spell ends. They must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become incapacitated and unable to stand up. Ooh, that's a 19 though. Uh, she's I'm a bit, really sorry. <laughs> she's a bit too... Uh... Okay, okay, okay. So you've heard that one. Uh, I'm just going to continue walking past her and head towards the door. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Rabad, his ego is very much hurt. He's like, oh, I'm shamed. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to open this door. Okay. Drink with the key. Oh, yeah. No, the, that's, the key is not for that. You can just open the door like that. He does so. All right. You're, you're at the door. You can, you can open it. You can, you, I, I will say you can open it and just look into the next door. I will do so. All right, you just you just. I know there's going to be a big broken window on this side from where that paladin jumped out. <laughs> <laughs> um, from what you can see, where you stand, there is a door to your left. So it's here uh, to another small chamber, and you you don't see the entirety of the room from where you stand because you're not inside the room. Uh, you can just make out that there's that there's stairs uh, on the far side of the room and another guard who now sees you opening the... Uh, no, he doesn't see you opening the door, but he sees the uh, door being opened. How could there be so many guards and these like trainee priests been like, oh, no, I mean, normal. It's like, like it's normal for a monastery to have a bunch of guards in it. Depends on what Gren told them, right? And they, they, they maybe looked a little impressionable, let's say. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, okay, next up, it is Lulu's turn, who is going to walk over to the guard and just try to threaten her. Um, and say, see, look, so we... Just we, knock her out. Yeah, we don't we don't want anything. We don't want to harm you. You're not you're not part of this, I don't think. So just stand down or I'll otherwise we'll knock you out and if you resist, we will uh we will have to kill you. And I'm going to give her advantage for that because she is clo- clo- the guard is close to death. Um oh yeah, and this is a 16 plus 4 is uh is 20 and you can see the guard kind of you know try you know she does not resist anymore she just kind of slumps down sees to her wounds um says all right all right all right i i I give up let's still let's still go in initiative order though um so next up is hedwig what do you do so um I would ask her to relinquish her weapons and her horn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just lets it. Let's. Yeah. She just that just clatter to the to the floor. Yeah. So just just to do that, and mm-hmm. um, if she lets me, I'd do a medicine check on her. She's she is scared, but uh, you know, I think you can you can uh, you you can persuade her enough that okay. uh, you know she lets you. Okay, so yeah, I just say that like, I said I understand that we just hurt you very badly, but that's not what we wanted to do. So mm-hmm. if you let me, um, I can help you. I'm trained in medicine. Uh, okay, okay. So yeah, 
Then medicine check. Uh, nine plus eight. So uh, 17. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. And so you just heal her up for a little bit? And like, make, well, I think make... since I just did a medicine check because I didn't want to use the spell slot, um, yeah. I think that just means that like any serious wounds, um, I've made stop it so bleeding. <laughs> stop bleeding, or yeah. like you know maybe put some sort of like balm on like probably the burn she has on her wrist from mm-hmm. me, um, that sort of stuff, so that she's in less pain. I would say that, but yeah. maybe her HP unfortunately doesn't change too much. Okay, that's up to that's up to you though. Maybe my medicine check was so good she got one <laughs> HP back or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, next up, I just rolled initiative for the guard who goes next, sees that the door's open. Sorry, I would just move also closer to the door, okay, but not go into the door. Wait, where am I? There I am. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. Next up is the guard from the other room who now just walks towards the steps, to, towards the stairs. And just to see who is entering the room, because obviously he heard a lot of commotion from the from the atrium and is about to say, what the hell are you doing here and charge you when you see a uh, from behind, he gets uh, a sword through his chest <laughs> and he just falls over. Okay. Like, is a floating sword? Or is there someone <laughs> holding it? And where where he stood, uh, you can now see a a young woman in very um in just very common clothes, just nothing fancy. Uh, walk towards, walk up. You know, she's walked up the stairs, and she looks a little worse for wear. The, she has a bruise. She has she, there's some bleeding from, from you know from a uh, injury in her shoulder. She has a, a, you know she just kind of wears a dress sort of thing like a like a you know like a servant would do. She she has a long sword there in her hands, and she's just oh my god, who are you guys? Fucking hell. We're here to rescue the princess. Any idea where we can find her? Yeah, you you look at her. Fucking hell, that that took a. Oh my god. Jeez, oh, you need some exercise. You only stabbed one guy. This is the third guy. I, that, I, I that smack. <laughs> I smack the red man on the back of the head. <laughs> you wanna you wanna look in the cellar? There are two more dead guards. You have no idea how much it took to. To get like, okay, all right, okay, fine, 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 fine. And uh, you you feel Lulu rushing past you yeah. and run towards the princess, and she goes, "Frina, Frina, there, are, there you are." And she tries to, she runs towards her, has her arms out to embrace her, and the princess just still uh, um, holds up her long sword, like, "What do you want?" It's been months. Why the fuck has it taken you so long? Why do you go now? Why do you come now? This doesn't make any sense. And uh, Lulu says, "What? I mean, I don't. I don't mean this. It just, you know, I was scared." And and uh, and Frina is like, "Yeah, but now, after a few months, that's that's kind of weird. Why the fuck? Ah." Oh. 
and she just she just has to take a minute to get her breath back. The like Hedwig's like, do you need medical attention? Uh, I'm fine. I just need to rest for a little bit. Um, and yeah, she she does seem like she has gotten she she would definitely be bloodied. If you, if you want to put it that way. Oh, okay. Then she's not death, fine. Though. Okay. Then are her eyes purple? Uh, yes, her eyes are purple. So are you? Are you guys in the in the chamber now? In the little? Yeah, like... I guess we'll all sit, yeah. stand in the chamber, talk about the princess. And... Mm-hmm. Everybody else is. Oh, actually, we're all kind of we're all kind of worse for wear, aren't we? I can use. Yeah. It's not going to be much, but I can use mass healing word. Mm-hmm. Ahoy, what do you do? I'm still you... chilling back here. Okay, cool. And CD8 is keeping an eye on this lady. Mm-hmm. Sweet. One second. How? What's my range? Sixty feet. Is he in, within sixty feet? Yeah, let's say he is. Okay, everybody's in, within sixty feet. Okay, so I'm gonna. It's up to six people. So that's all of us. So anyone who needs it, I don't know if there's anyone uninjured. I think you were all pretty bad off. Yeah, I thought last, so too. Last fight. Okay. Yeah, I was uninjured. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you were the only one, and everybody was like had like single digit hit points or something. Yeah, <laughs> not quite single digits, but I was bloodied. Okay, yeah. so I got uh, three plus four, so we each get plus seven hit points, okay, including CD eight and Yay. the princess. Cool, she's CD8's not bloodied no anymore. Longer bloodied. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> the red man's still pretty. Pretty bloody. Yeah. <laughs> but seven hit points is nice. Uh, yeah. Well, Princess, don't be too angry at her. We did murder a bunch of people to get here. Lulu quit her job at the castle. You know, she's... She, you know, she, be, she did what she could as fast as she could. I mean, how many people are going to go storming this place? I mean, not too many, apparently. Yeah, Luna so says. you're welcome. <sighs> I was fine. I I got I got I got out. <sighs> yeah, and you're practically dead. And there was a bunch of other people and some paladin and a creepy priest. Whatever. They probably weren't going to kill her. Just as a reminder, she is a teenager. So. Oh, I didn't know she was a teenager. Oh yeah, she's like 16, oh, okay. 17. Oh, okay. Like I think I had totally forgotten that age. Okay. Yeah. No, no, okay, she's pretty then. young. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, congrats congratulations on your first murder. I don't know. Is it murder? Congratulations on your first slaying of another living being. Thanks, I guess. So, whoa. Oh, Can God. I make an arcana check on her? Sure. And to do with focusing mostly on if there's any been magic, if her strength or her vision or anything has been augmented by mm-hmm. this disease that she's gotten. Sure. Do an arcana check. Let's see. I kind of plus nine, nine and fourteen, twenty-three. You definitely sense something magical about her now. Um, I mean, it's not detect magic, so I guess you wouldn't know. But uh, <laughs> you would say that yes, yeah, she she. But there's something. There's something magical about her, and I'm guessing it's from this disease she contracted. Probably yes. I mean, right. she she Not doesn't. Many sixteen-year-olds can murder three guards. <laughs> Yeah, she uh she actually um hmm 
Yeah, there, 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 she seems to have some arcane capabilities. Uh, though she, it is, it is almost like a, you'd say maybe like a sorcerer in terms of like wild magic. You know that uh, maybe she wasn't able to control it thus far, and today was the day where she could control it. Um, and yeah, so so yeah, there's something. It doesn't have anything to do with her sight or anything, but there's definitely something magical about her now and some capability. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, Lulu Lulu walks towards her and says, "I'm so sorry. I just." You know, something has been has been on the back of my mind for a long time, but I just I don't know. I just wasn't paying that much attention, I guess. And um, I'm so I'm really sorry. I'm trying to. I will try to make it up for you to you. Um, uh, I, I'm. You know, I let you down. I was your protector, and even though I was, I was. Uh, you know, charged with with protecting your brother. Uh, after you you left, at which you can see uh, Lulu, uh, Frina kind of scoff at the choice of words here. Uh, after you left, you you know I I should still should have watched out for you, and and you know I I can only apologize for that. And Frina kind of takes a beat, kind of calms herself down visibly, and just takes a few long breaths. And says, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. You helped me escape. I would say that's that's all the help I could have asked for. Um so you're you you quit the uh, the guard now? What why why did you could quit the guard now? Are you just now trying to be like topple topple Muria? Or what what are what are you who are you guys, by the way? You can't tell who I am? And she takes a look. Let me, let me, let me roll. Have her roll an inside check. Her wisdom is like pretty high. Uh, she has a seventeen. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she, I think she sees the family's resemblance. Like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Yeah, uh, we're family. And Lulu just <laughs> looks back at you and is like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> um, and I just, and I just like, like. I look at I look at Lulu and I just like kind of like shrug, nod, and like move my hands to say just like just just go with it, just ignore. <laughs> yeah, it. Lulu says it. Yeah, something like that, I suppose. Um, yeah, um, and uh, so I don't know. I don't. I don't know how how I can help you. I'm I'm in the midst of leaving for Everland. Um, do you want to come with us? And Frina says, "No way. I'm I." I need to get back to Neverwinter. And do what? You're going to get arrested and thrown back in a jail or a dungeon. Come with us, gather your strength, learn how to use whatever is going on with you magically, and go back when you're ready. I can't do that. I can't go to the other side of this of the Sword Coast. and, and Why not? I can get us there. I snap my fingers. Why I have that? responsibilities. I We can't have Mirya sit on the throne doing all the shit she's been doing, all the you don't know. You don't know what what she's been up to. She's well. Tell me what she's been up to. Uh, she's been making some deals with some people that I just that really rubbed me the wrong way, and 
And I, How were you getting this information? I mean, I was there for for a while. Okay. I saw her. Okay. I saw her like you know in audiences with some some people who promised her all sorts of things, and she made some deals with some people who some kind of I don't know, like definitely the Order of the Twilight, uh, who you know, not surprising that I'm here. Uh, yeah, she she met up with one of their superiors, and who also had ties to this other group, who now just has done some like experiments or something, and they said that they they are go they can give her that technology to use um for for whatever she likes uh for power in terms of in terms of you know either either military or or more more civilian uses um and yeah he seemed to be yeah i don't know kind of going in between those two groups i am not quite sure he definitely wore a robe of the order but I have no idea what what that was about, but um, yeah, and like her her new guard, they're all just a bunch of enforcers that that has nothing to do with the rule of law anymore. I can't have that. I need to. I need to. What I'm going do, to do is go. What are you gonna do? You're gonna walk in. You're gonna get either captured, killed, or imprisoned. So come with us. I s- and we'll figure it out. I. I need. I just need to see Galanthar, and he's going to be. He's going to help me. And at that, who that? He's the uh, the late king's advisor, who is who is now imprisoned and charged with treason. You remember? Nope. Yeah. And... Red man doesn't. It kind of all went over his head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Lulu says Galanthar is supposed to be executed in a, in a, like, tomorrow, I think. And Lulu just. Seems she seems very much taken aback, and you, princess. Who? Did, what did I say? <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, yeah, Frina looks taken aback, kind of shocked for a moment, and then you see, not not magically, not it has nothing to do with uh, her purple eyes, but you can basically see a fire uh, burning in her eyes, and she raises her longsword and says. Okay, I guess that's what I gotta do now. And Lulu said, "Get over yourself! You're a fucking teenager. What the? What do you think is going to happen when you when you go into walk into that city? You think the people are just gonna follow you because you're the princess?" And she 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 kind of puts her like fingers towards her, uh, you know, the 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 sign of like, ah, oh, uh, I I have a headache from dealing from, with this person. Um, and she goes to say, okay, okay, I can, she takes out a little, little bit of piece of paper and writes, writes something down and says, okay, I can, shit, I, I, I need to go to Everland now. If you're hell bent on going into, into the city, take, take the East gate. If. You you can you can maybe you can disguise yourself or something I don't know. Um, there are some people there in the garrison that that I know that I that can help that can help you get into the city. Go to this address. There are some people that I know. 
tell them that you come from me and they can do whatever they can what whatever is in their power to help you but watch out for yourself you're a fugitive you're wanted why would you i just <sighs> teenagers why damn it i know you're headstrong i know you're you you want to do this uh i can just say this is stupid but and you know come with us to everland if you want if you don't want i guess good luck i can i can try she she looks at the red man now how does this teleportation thing work could you send me back to neverwinter oh yeah no problem i just gotta get the stuff i gotta get some chalks i have the sigils for neverwinter i stole them <laughs> don't tell any guards <laughs> We'll we'll just glance over this. I'll pretend I didn't hear that. Um, hear what? Wink, wink. <laughs> okay. I've got three sigils. Mm-hmm. One brings us to Baldur's Gate, if we want to go party. One brings us back to Neverwinter. And then one brings us to a possible... There are eight possible locations within the Silver Marches, which is still weeks ahead of weeks of you know saved travel mm-hmm. but i don't know where in the silver marches but the silver marches are where everland is so you know it's closer yeah it's way closer um and so lulu goes okay so you can teleport me back back I to neverwinter cash you, yeah every day if you want okay that's great um okay stay she she says to Frina, stay with my friends um and you can you can try you can try i i don't i don't advise you to try to free galantha that is that is bullshit you will just get captured again and you know you just gotta watch out for yourself for now i know it's difficult um but you can't just run around the city and friends like why not why not i i am uh, well who am i kidding (sighs) things have changed I don't know. I don't know what to do with Maria. I don't. I mean, she just is in power now, and that definitely gives her an advantage. That's <sighs> why I think you should come with us and gather allies. But allies in Avalon is not going to help me in the like in the short term. Hey, there is a thing called the Lord's Alliance. All the rulers of all the cities have packs and trade things and all of these things that your father probably established over his long reign. The Lord's Alliance is dead. They don't that that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, well, make a new one. Build on the trust that your father had. Use your father's influence. He was a good king. You know what? Roll a persuasion check. Okay, plus two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nineteen plus two, twenty-one. Oh wow. Okay. Uh I would say that Frina's in incredibly headstrong maybe even too much for her own good little like thick-headed um but she sees the reasoning of what all three of you has have been laying down and as she calms herself down even further she says and you can see the uh the uh <laughs> she she does this teenage thing where she kind of doesn't want to admit that the adults around her have been right 
but she's like <sighs> yeah i guess i guess fuck also would have been a magical training whatever that power you have going on could be a real you know help plus if you think this uh regent is doing such a bad job if you let her continue doing a bad job and then you show up few months time all powerful lots of allies the people will rally towards you if they've lived a crappy life under her you know politics all right all right yeah i don't know okay 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 you got me this this after what has happened today i just i think you're right i definitely i cannot control this I've been wanting to I've been wanting to get out of here for so long and today it happened for it was real scary. I burned a man to death. I don't know how I did it. Uh Ooh, let me see. I run downstairs. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you run downstairs. Um you go through there there are all kinds of different um storage uh compartment or like storage rooms and then you go to the the room that is furthest from the stairs that seems to be the biggest and you see where once was a door just lies a lies a bunch of um rubble not rubble like ash and um you see the charred corpse of was what what once might have been a guard Okay, I go and investigate that. And also, f- f- on the other side of the room, you see a dead guard, possibly stabbed with a <laughs> or or killed with a longsword. And um, see, I want to judge the ori- the origin of the fire. Was she immolated from the inside, or was she burned externally? The guard, you mean? Or yes, okay, the dead charred guard. Yeah. Um, I mean. It was definitely from outside, which is weird because nothing in this room is on fire. Um, So it must have been really concentrated on her, where she was. Mm -hmm. Ah, Potential. Mm -hmm. And then I go back upstairs and I give her a big thumbs up. Good job. Uh, Thanks, I guess. It's a weird way to 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 say about killing people, but I guess he's a weird guy. Yeah, I I figured. Um, okay, um, let me just and she goes through the um, adjacent door that you haven't gone gone through yet. I just need to get some. I just w- want to see if there's some stuff that I I might need. And she goes through the door where the guard was station uh, was uh, stationed goes through a small antechamber and then goes to what is basically the office of Gren that if you follow her, you see that there's a broken window. So <laughs> the paladin yeah, I'm, I'll follow probably, uh, probably uh, jumped through there and she just goes rummaging through all of all of the different drawers. There's another priest there who just kind of cowers be- behind like a desk and he's like, what do you want? What what in the order of the, in the name of the twilight are you doing here? We're just getting her, st- uh, she's just getting her stuff and we'll be on our way. Okay, and, and Lulu 
just gives him a look and he just withers and just ah! and just uh, hides behind the desk. And so it kind of sinks it like you can almost see like his his um hands clutching over his ears he's kind of humming to himself like he oh no this is not going on i can you know la 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 <laughs> um, these guys are weird <laughs> they're just i say that to lulu i'm just like jeez yeah this is so weird um okay so um frina rummages through all of the things in this uh in this room you're welcome to do so as well yeah i like opening <laughs> I like opening drawers, just like walking around. Like, what's in here? Okay. What's in here? Any more diamonds anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no diamonds, but you yeah, do. Darn. You do find another combine, like uh, a coin purse with two hundred mm-hmm. gold pieces uh, on mm-hmm. on a in the desk drawer, and you find a lot of paperwork, some letters. I don't know if you want to take a look at those. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think I'd go through them. Okay, so you you can you can see um, some correspondence that basically has you know the um, that is with other members of the Order of the Twilight because you can just see the um, its sigil on on the letter. Um, you see some correspondence with the uh, Regent, in which. She gives Gren full responsibility to take care of the ill princess and watch over her in her current state, as as the letter puts it. Um, kind of, you know. Uh, maybe he should have taken that with you to justify what he's doing here. But then again, I don't think that would have worked. So, <laughs> um, no. yeah. I think anything that looks like slightly incriminating that shows any type of intent um, of this conspiracy to, um, I guess, remove the princess from power, Hedwig's going to like keep those. All right. Yeah, Lulu, Lulu, and Frina are also just going through things. All you can see, they're doing the same thing. They key, they just throw some of the paper onto the floor. And um, yeah, uh, but all, a bunch of the other letters, and also there is a book that Frina seems to be very interested in that she is going to uh, take with her. And yeah, just like some odd, th- like yeah, some things here and there that she picks up, and then she. Uh, I, are you are you Redman? Are you in your in the adjacent chamber? I yeah, I'm in this big empty room, just drawing on the floor. Okay, cool. And uh, you can see that Frina is piling up all of the things she doesn't take with her in the middle of this room. And she says, "Okay, I want to try. I want to try what I've done before." I want to I want to burn all of the uh all of this paper and can you help me carry the desks over the paper? She asks. Do we have to set everything on fire? Why not? Well, we have other stuff to do. It will only take a few minutes. I don't know. If you're if you're able to magic us away, I guess, you know, 
why not why why not take another five minutes to get me to get like a little bit of revenge if that's if that's fine with you uh killing four people wasn't enough three it was three three sorry that was self-defense and no that wasn't enough i i didn't kill killing is i didn't say that there was no po- there that you weren't justified in doing so i'm just mm. saying taking three lives is quite intense revenge especially since there were other several other lives taken in the process but sure set things on fire if you like yeah i was in here for months i don't want this place to stand i want this i want to damage this as much as i can the building didn't do anything to you no but the people inside of it and i don't i don't i don't want this stupid twilight people to to you know i want i want to make them to make it at least a little bit more difficult and you can you can you can you can hear the um the priest who's been hiding just say hey and then he thinks better of it and just like goes back to humming to uh, to himself well i look at him i said instead of humming there you might want to jump out that window he takes a look at you takes a look at everyone in the room look, t- takes a look at the pile of furniture on top of the all of this paper and uh Frida kind of trying to summon some more magic and he says you know what i think i think you might be right and he kind of takes a book and goes to the window that the paladin uh jumped through and he kind of tries to uh um punch out the remaining shards <laughs> just so he doesn't hurt himself and when he has done so to to the extent that he thinks he might not injure himself he kind of walks onto the little like storage container there like the 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 i don't know what you'd call that but chest. The, yeah the chest and then kind of awkwardly tries to like not jump out of the window he doesn't seem to be the uh the acrobatic type but um he just kind of sits on the door frame and then just kind of like ah and then just falls <laughs> down like like a meter and a, and a half <laughs> and then and he takes he takes one point of damage uh <laughs> he's so fragile <laughs> he's a very fragile person um and then you just see him uh walking away and Ahoy and CD8, you're still in the atrium. Oh no, this whole time we've been exploring the other parts of the building. Okay, cool. What CD8 wrapped doing? up this lady and wrapped her up to the tied her to the tree. Mm-hmm. And is continuing his web chain as he goes along. And we're, All gonna, right. we're we've been going into here. We kind of see what's going okay. on. You go to the adjacent room and uh you see that there that this is some sto- sort of a storage area and you see a frightened priest who just sits in the corner uh and he says what what she says uh what do you want here what what what's been going on uh, don't answer them and just keep walking <laughs> okay you just keep walking there's <laughs> I a... love how I love how Ahoy does that <laughs> just like people so concerned around him and he's like no no. <laughs> whatever we don't have time for this okay. yeah and th- <laughs> there's another smaller uh, room that uh 
seems to be another storage room, just a little bit smaller. The one, the first one was for um, was for food. This one is for drinks. So you have like a huge cask of ale, some wine, um, and other other bottles of things. Cool. We can pick one up for the red man. will enjoy that. Cool. Um, is there any? There's no other door here. So like that's the last nope. storage room. That's that's the last room. That's it. All right. Is there anything? Any? This is just food and food and wine, basically. Yeah, that's just okay. where where they got their provisions, basically. Cool. I just get a big, uh, get a, I don't know what do you call it, flat flask of ale or whatever. Yeah. Or a big uh, bottle of ale, and I'm bringing it back cool. to the red man. All right. <laughs> I just picture you with like a huge ham over your shoulder. I want to explore the eight, the initial uh entrance hallway as well a little bit see what's going yeah. on there this is you guys have been at this for a long time your conversation so i yeah. just this whole time this is what i've been doing going into the different okay. corners to reveal mm-hmm. as much as i can okay uh yeah you see you see a few more doors there all right let's do it okay you go you go to the to the adjacent room in the um what do you call that what would you call that room where like the service takes place chapel or sure yeah let's go with that uh yeah so the the one adjacent room uh next to the chapel you go and you can see uh what are re what seem to be really nice uh living quarters for one person it's like really it has like a really nice bed in it some satin sheets and uh i don't know i don't know if that that's just that just sounds fancy to me so i just said it uh i don't know if that's actually nice uh, for, it's definitely nice for pillowcases it's supposed to be very good for your skin and hair just so you there you go yeah. yeah i hear that it's not great for bedding like if not for like the thing you put on your mattress but for sheets it's nice um but yeah you just find like a really nice uh living quarters Cool. So I can. T- I'll take a one satin sheet with me. We can make okay, another cool. cloak of friendship, hopefully, with that. Ooh. Ooh. Nicer cloak. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Well, I already have a cloak of friendship. What I need is underwear of friendship. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> satin would be great for that. Um, also, Ahoy, make an investigation check. Investigation check. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Uh, Forgot to let you guys roll that earlier, but. Uh, that's okay. It was all pretty easy to spot, but in here, yeah, not so much. 14. Mm, okay, 14. You don't find anything. Cool. And I'm going to keep going. I got one more door to go through that I can see. And then there's a, this top left corner that I can't really see as well. But I'm going to first go through this door on the, the right. top left corner on the oh, on the map. It's that is just the surrounding of uh, I can just I can just reveal that now. It's what? just the surrounding of the of the monastery. Got it. All right, I understand. So here on the there's one more door on the right. I'm going to enter that one as well. Yeah. What I'm going to describe is just going to be way way bigger than the room you're going to see, and that is it seems to be just the the living quarters for all of the priests. Cool. So you can you can see uh, little compartments where all four of the of the novices and other priests um sleep 
they are just like crammed in it's pretty crammed inside of here you would you would guess that this room is about twice the size of what probably is Gran's living quarter and it is just like uh beds basically it's not pretty big they don't really have any personal possessions got it and in the rich living quarter was there uh, like no money or anything that i could grab and take uh that could have been if you rolled higher than a 14 <laughs> i see it i see what you mean mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> unfortunately right. unfortunately the dc was 15 so um I'm very oh, sorry. There was a hidden compartment, but you don't know about oh, that now. I might just go and tell Hedwig to come back and go do her own investigation. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Hedwig, I didn't find anything. Can you go exactly? <laughs> you, you're. I would say you're pretty. Uh, you're pretty confident in your in your skills. So, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that's. Is, I think that's every corner of the building that I've taken a look at while you guys are having your conversation. Okay, uh, cool. Make my way over back with CD8 as well. Um, mm -hmm. Retighten the webbing on this guard here. Make sure it's okay, good. Cool. Go through, and then there's a little door here on the left or on the right of this room. I just kind of want to enter that as well. Double check. Nothing's inside that little closet. That is the room that that is next to the atrium where also the staircase down to the cellar was. That is just another storage room for like um more let's say for more for the um services basically for the religious services so like the equivalent of like incense and whatever else Ooh, take some incense you never know that might come in handy smell <laughs> <Okay>. nice <laughs> cool and yeah it's just some other other um i don't know just just components of things i suppose um Anything specific? Specifically to help build underwear of friendship? Ha! Um, no, I, I would say like things that you'd you'd need to do that was would have been more in the... I mean, there's no crafts section in this one, uh, unfortunately. That's all good. I'm just yeah. checking things out. Cool. Is there... What's this little black thing here at the bottom of the, the, the monastery? Oh, this is just a, a thing that I didn't use. That's it's just Got like it. another, which is kind of weird. It's like supposed to be another set of stairs, but I have no idea where because it doesn't have a root. Like there is no door. Maybe this is like a secret door, but that's what the S stands for. Hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I haven't really planned anything for that. That could have been my my secret compartment. Now that I think about it, but that's <laughs> too late. Anyway, cool. I'll come back here with CD eight. Get the little okay. red, get talk to the red man. I brought you some ale and some satin sheets. Hopefully, you can make something out of them. Oh, thanks, buddy. I'll make something out of this ale right now. Urine. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> oh no, you're gonna get. I got him drunk before we get on the teleportation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very true. And um, you are now congregated in that little antechamber. Uh, where the red man has been busy with drawing signs on the floor, a big circle. And thing is, actually, it only takes one round to cast the spell, but this is the first time the red man's done it and he wants it to look really impressive. So all this extra stuff isn't actually necessary for the spell. He just wants it to look impressive. Nice. Okay. That's really cool. 
uh, and you've even drawn it in Roll20, which I found very impressive. I'm, I'm a big fan. Somebody should screenshot that. Um, and <laughs> so now how that's going to go is that I think I only told Adam this previously, but how it's going to go, I have you, you, the, the casting the spell is going to work. It's just going to work, obviously. But um, I have you have eight options basically because you found the the part the partial sigil code, so you kind of have to guess the last sigil. And there are eight options, and they're all more or less, uh, you know, they're closer or a little bit more removed from Avalon, but they're all in the region of the Silver Marches because the beginning of the sigil code is basically the area code. Um, so what I will do now, you you as all of you step into the circle and the red man starts his incantation. Adam, I want you to roll a d8 and tell me what you got because I have eight options that I all fully worked out. Way too much work, but here we are. That's on me. <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, I roll it on roll twenty and I got a five. We are going to number five. Ooh, okay, interesting. So Okay. You... <laughs> nice response. I mean, all of them are nice. <laughs> like all of them are interesting one way or, an, or another. Um I I was thinking do I just do the thing where I just have two things prepared and just tell you I have eight things prepared. No, I had eight things prepared. Um and so you all see the circle on the ground gleaming. You see a light and then you're spirited away and you come to, <laughs> and it's so funny to me because this is kind of like uh, something you have experienced before where you find yourself in the in a clearing in the woods um, in a somewhat disused circle. You can see that it's kind of been grown over. It hasn't been used in a while. And yeah, you're in the middle of a forest. No, I hate forests. <laughs> Hedwig does a roll check to see, like, does she recognize the area? Like, not specifically, but be like, yeah. I think we're here. I think you for that, you could do a nature check with advantage. 18 plus 3. 21. All of this greenery if you will all of this uh seems familiar to you mm -hmm. it is definitely in the vicinity of everlund you may, may have even gone through this forest before on one of your earlier journeys um the air if you can tell like the air kind of feels similar to yeah to the to the area surrounding your hometown um and you see even you see le let me check this where where Evelyn is situated <laughs> you can even see mountains in the distance that you know uh, your hometown is on the foot of okay great so you kind of know that if you walk towards these mountains you get get out of this these woods actually make another nature check or a survival check maybe maybe make a survival check just just normal? Yeah. 15 plus 5, 20. Ooh, I'm rolling really well today. 
Okay, cool. Knock on wood. <laughs> you just know if you if you walk towards the mountains, you will get out of these woods that you now realize because they're, they're, you now realize that these are the silver woods, which separate the Evermores from the town from the cities of Silvery Moon and Avalund. The kind of in between is kind of a it's a, a smallish forest, uh, and You would get, I mean, with that good of a um, role, I can tell you that even if you're as far as away from Everland as you can be while still being in the Silverwood, that would not be more than maybe 40 miles to Everland. Okay. Which I have done the math of uh, for all of the distances. The, fur the furthest away you could have gotten with the teleportation would have been 100 miles. Okay. Um. And from, from yeah, 40 miles would mean roughly uh, 16 hours nonstop travel with possibly some levels of exhaustion in between. But uh, yeah, you can, you can make it on foot in about 16 hours just without any rest. You're welcome. So yeah, so yeah. So Hedwig looks around, takes a, yeah deep breath of air and looks around her and she says wow good news guys we're not in Utgard and and oh she, thank god <laughs> and she uh you know uh claps uh the red man on the shoulder and said well done you got us pretty darn close have you been here before hey. nope awesome they said and she said we just need to head toward those mountains um we can make it in about two two days a normal a normal journey to eight hour shifts of walking or even faster if we decide to walk longer, but cool. Are there any dangers in these woods? Remember the last time we were in woods, we were attacked by owlbears. Are, are there any dangers in this wood? <laughs> um, because it is so close to the moors, you know that there might sometimes whatever was in these, I mean, you know that there, these, the moors have been, um, very, you know, um, are, are known for having troll. I mean, their 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 different name is troll moors. So there have been many trolls in this area, but not in the last few years, as you have heard, which you know was the first time for hundreds of years that there were no trolls sighted for a few years, and also they don't really go into the wood because. Uh, they don't, it's a little bit too close to Silvery Moon and Avalund because there are, especially Silvery Moon, there are a lot of powerful magic users. And so they kind of just focus on different areas or have focused on different areas. Okay. So she goes, well, there used to be trolls in the area, but they haven't been seen for a while. So I'd say normal wildlife stuff, but nothing we can't handle. He gives a big thumbs up. All right. And I assume you just walk, start walking. Yep. Yep. All right. Towards the mountains. Mm -hmm. Cool. You start walking. And I, I'm not going to make you roll another like survival check or anything because you do have, now that you know, you just have to go towards the mountains. You just obviously know that. <laughs> um, and, you know, you've been walking for about... An hour, you can you can tell that you walk 
um, you know, you're making good way. You're making a good distance. At some point, I do want to stop to have lunch. And during that time, I want to spend my hit dice. Cool. Yeah, do that whenever you want. I'm just going to go in like hour increments for now. Um, okay, so one hour passes. All right, I regained 12 hit points. Mm -hmm. Anybody else want to do some hit dice? Right. I spent another three, so that's uh, I got back another ten. So I'm down to have only taken thirty six damage out of my seventy hit points. Yeah, you're definitely taking a uh, a small break. That will, you know, it'll. I mean, you're the thing is, how quickly do you walk? Do you just go as fast as you can, or do you just go normal speed? We go as fast as our slowest person, probably. <laughs> But I would say if you're just going as fast as you can, you would have to take a break. If you just go at a normal pace, I would just say if you're just walking, that could be the equivalent of a short rest. Even though we are in a rush, the teleportation has gotten us faster there faster than we could have ever planned for. So I think we're not trying to overdo it. We're all pretty injured. So mm -hmm. I would say that we're going to steady pace but okay cool like we're not rushing we're not i'm not hedwig isn't going uh her double speed but even if i'm going my double speed y'all are y'all are fine you're just like <laughs> it's a nice little stroll <laughs> yeah no that's good that's good to know because that means you mm -hmm. won't have to worry about exhaustion or anything mm -hmm. um which you know would have been totally fair to make that choice um, yeah. You know, if because obviously Hedwig and, and Ludovica are incredibly worried about their father, but also you know, as you said, you've already you've already basically uh, saved yourself two weeks of travel time, so that that's pretty great. Um, yeah. So you make your way through this um, through this forest and. Now, then you happen upon a little clearing and you see a little hut uh, there um, that just is just like in the middle of the woods. Um, you can go investigate that or you can go, uh, you know, keep going if you want. What kind of hut? What do you mean, what kind of hut? <laughs> is there, is it made out of candy? Is there a witch? <laughs> is there a witch in there? <laughs> is it made out of candy? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? <laughs> it is not made of candy. Um, the red man is very disappointed and now completely uninterested in the stupid non-candy house. <laughs> okay, you just keep on walking. No, it's just, it's, it's, um, you, I, I would say it's kind of the equivalent of Hagrid's hut, maybe, in, in, <laughs> in Harry Potter. So it's like, it's like, it seems like a large, more or less one room um, hut that is made of all natural materials. So the, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's largely a stone based, I would say. Can I see if there's any spiders around so we can maybe get and tell what's inside? Sure. Um, also, this is a good time for us to do a spider language lesson at some mm, point, maybe over oh, our nice. next break. Yeah. Cool. All right, then you definitely have a spider language lesson and you just roll a 
Hmm, how am I going to do this? I think just roll a nature check. Me? For seeing if there's spiders around? Yeah. 20. Okay. You definitely happen upon some spiders. There are, um, you know, so definitely some wild spiders that are a little bigger. Uh, not as big as City 8, but, you know, maybe not like hand size, but like half of that maybe. Um, and yeah, they, what do you want to know? You can tell, you can ask them a few questions if you want. Yeah. So I want to know if there's anything, anyone living in the hut, is there anything else in the hut? Do they, um, no, I can, oh, let me ask Hedwig and, uh, the red man. What do you guys want to know about what's in the hut? I can ask these spiders to go check it out. Is there any candy? Okay. We'll ask that. And then I have three questions. I have three questions. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, does it seem like someone is currently living there? All right. And uh, yeah. So, okay. First question, is there any candy? Second question, does there seem like there is anyone living in there? And third question, does it seem Are like they there's made of candy? any valuable gold or any valuables <laughs> that we can, uh, that are you know, of interest potentially? Mm-hmm. Um, the spiders tell you that there is some that there is something honey based in there. That's the only like sweet thing they they know is in there. They tell you that this hut is definitely inhabited right now. By um, they tell you that the guardian of these woods lives in here. And um, what was the third question? Any valuables, right? Um, nothing really. There isn't, there is, I mean, there are some spell components maybe, but um, nothing that could be used by any of you magic users or or at least not for many of your spells. And um, because it's a different kind of magic and and yeah, not, not really too much things made of metal in there either. In based on that information, what do you guys want to do? There's no candy. The red mouth completely disinterested. There is a honey based thing for you though, if you want. I it. suppose. Mm. You can even make some meat out of that. Um, mm. I think Hedwig since someone is currently living there, and it seems to be the person taking care of the forest. She doesn't want to intrude. Do you know anything mm. about this? This person, this guardian of this forest, is there something that you know as a resident Everland? Mm. There rumors about him. Okay, that's a great point. Uh, I think maybe they can make a history check. I think she between and her sister. Yeah, between Lulu and you, Hedwig, I think you can make a history check with advantage. Basically, Lulu gives you the help action. Okay, there. I'm just looking at my history. Ooh, not so great. Eight plus three. You have advantage. That was with advantage. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you you've heard that in a that that there was a powerful druid wandering these parts in between the high forest and the silverwood. Uh, you didn't know that uh, she had taken up residence here, basically. Okay. Um, from what you knew. Um, she had been living more to the south, last last thing you knew. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you don't really know anything about her. You don't know really her name or anything. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, I I would just say well, it's a powerful druid, and I don't know. I wouldn't like it if someone touched my stuff. So I don't want to get on the bad side of someone who's doing doing a good job. Fine by me. Me too. Let's keep going. I'll buy some candy in Everland. How do you want to do these spider lessons? You're going to have to teach me the spider alphabet. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Do they have a written language? <laughs> of course. <laughs> do they? Interesting. I would know more than anyone else, so yes, they do. <laughs> if anybody awesome. knew, it would be you. Yeah. Yeah, the intricate pattern of their webbings all tells a language, all tells a story. That's for sure. He he knows well. He knows well, the red man. Okay, cool. Um, Maybe, what would that be? Would that be an intelligence check? I think so. Probably. Yeah. I would say... Red, the red man and Hedwig roll intelligence checks, and uh, and and yeah, um, uh, Ahoy! Please just roll a straight up d twenty, adding your proficiency bonus modifier, because you're teaching them, and the two of them are studying it. Oh, don't forget, CD8 and I are teaching them, and this is a performative. Uh, okay, then you aspect. have advantage. Okay, perfect. The red man got thirteen. Mm-hmm. God, uh, what is it? What's math? Uh, eleven. Okay, Alex, what you get? I got thirteen as well. Okay, I would say it's a very basic lesson, and uh, there are some misunderstandings. Uh, so it takes a little longer than you had hoped for, but you get the very basic. This is a successful first lesson, and please. Everybody mark that down as a first. This is going to be a multi-step program uh, learning the spider language and and we will have to track your uh, advances in this. I have spider language and I have one tick next to it. Perfect. And so it is is nearing the end of the day when you were uh, still on the other side of the Sword Coast it was, you know, you had set out in the morning. The fight at the monastery definitely took a few hours. Uh, you know, just, like getting there, uh, fighting not, not necessarily took that long, but also just investigating the place. And um, so it is It is nearing... Fighting nightfall. with a teenager. Fighting with a teenager. Arguing. That w- that's really what took, arguing, you, yeah, arguing. What took yeah, you the longest. Real. You know, if you, if you have to convince a teenager who doesn't want to do things what the things that you want uh that really takes the longest time of all of the things um so it is nearing nightfall uh you are you are yeah, what do you do uh we we look for a semi-covered place to make camp mm-hmm. so you've been walking i would say another two hours since since you came upon the hut um, and yeah, you f- you find a good place to make a camp. You I don't know if you make a fire around it or anything, but everybody just kind of um, tuckers down. Um, who keeps which watch? I'll take first. Mm-hmm. I'll go second. Yeah, I only sleep half, right? So yeah. their watches can be short or anyways right absolutely so yeah. i'll just take the entire second half of the night so each someone takes two hours i'll take the cool four hours at the end thanks buddy 
So Hedwig, please roll a perception check. Hey. 14. Okay. You hear in the distance, just very faintly, Okay. It's a husky. <laughs> Some sort of animal crying out. And with that, we'll end the session. <laughs> Thank you guys for playing. Hey, thanks, Chris. Yay. Finally made it to Everland. <laughs> made it to <laughs> Almost. The Silver Marches. Mm-hmm. Convince a teenager to come and hang out with us. <laughs> Don't know if we're going to regret that, but... Yeah, I didn't... I didn't. Seemed to make the most sense. Yeah, for sure. I mean, she was definitely hell-bent on going back to Neverwinter, but, you know, you made your case. Uh, so she's now with you. Uh, I... I think it makes more sense that uh, Lilu would have tried to bring her with us rather than letting her go off and get herself killed. For sure, for sure. So if you've enjoyed this episode and want to support the podcast, Alex, what's the best way the listeners can do that? Uh, please give us a five-star rating on wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to get in touch and they don't have a spider network at hand, Adam, what's the best way they can do it? Uh, drop us a, ho- a line at seriallyhook.com. You can also mail us spiders. Yes. <laughs> I think that Snail works. Snail mail. Yes. <laughs> Snail mail spiders. All right. Thanks, everyone, for playing. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thanks.